back to the Yee Podcast. This is our second ever episode, and we are so pumped to be here. Wow. I feel like a veteran. Two episodes in, and I think we're feeling uh, a little little confident yeah. in what we're doing now. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, I'm Hayden, and that's Parker. I am the Director of Marketing at Yee Apparel, and Parker is the CEO. And we recently started this podcast to try and connect with Yee Nation a little bit better. Um, and kind of show you guys the behind the scenes of the inner workings here, give you some previews of some things happening and just really connect, connect with the community a, a little bit, a little bit more than what we've been doing previously. Yeah. So we're going to do this weekly is the plan for now. And, um, if it keeps growing, then we'll continue to do it weekly. Just share it with your friends. Uh, tell somebody about it. If it's entertaining, let us know, give it a like on YouTube. It'll be available wherever you can hear podcasts. And we'll keep doing it. Yeah, not only the podcast, uh, a, a big focus in 2021 for us has been content. And we do a lot of content already. We scrape the web, we scrape TikTok, um, Twitter, Instagram, all these different things for funny viral videos. And that's what a lot of you guys maybe found us by Yee Apparel as a brand. But one, one of the things that we're focusing on in 2021 is doing a lot more of the content that you've seen maybe Granger do, whether it's the Smiths or whether it's Yee Life or um, the truck rebuild with, with Butch and Bull. We're trying to do some content about the farm and that's going to be a huge focus for us. So with that being said, we are trying to grow the YouTube. So if you're listening on YouTube right now, please make sure you like and subscribe. If you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, please make sure that you follow, save the episode, do whatever you can. All those things matter. And the more that we can grow the channel and the channels, um, the more episodes and the more content that we're going to be able to provide. So we'll just jump right into it. Um, we're going to do a few different things this episode, and, and it's going to be constantly evolving. Um, we don't have guests yet this episode, but we're working on it. We're, it's going to be different every episode, I think, is what Parker and I had kind of talked about. We want to do things a little bit differently, and I don't want this to be a traditional podcast where it's the exact same every week i think that gets a little boring yeah it's going to change and evolve every week as we bring on different people and like do different segments and listen to what you guys want to hear um we'll bring granger on we'll bring on you know some of the different influencers that we've worked with and uh try to bring value so let us know what you want to hear we're going to start off with um a few things that people were wanting to hear today right yeah we've uh i guess stat <laughs> status of the warehouse right now is a hot topic uh, from, from everything that I'm seeing. And a lot of people are wondering uh, how many orders we had from the winter launch, which was, um, well, depending on whenever you're listening to this, this was, it was January 15th, 2021, a couple weeks ago. So um, I guess you can kind of just give an update on where we're at with those and, and, and how that's all looking and, and where we're going from here. Yeah, we, uh, we had one of our best days ever. Uh, in terms of order volume, unfortunately, we were not as prepared as I would have liked to be. And I feel like I'm just sound like a broken record at this point, apologizing to people for their orders taking so long. But I am genuinely sorry if your order's taking a while. We made a lot of progress um, yesterday. We had a lot of people come in, but it's just very difficult. It's very difficult to get um, lots of part-time people to just come in and work full-time for like two weeks after these launches. And so... Um, Anyway, long story short, uh, we are we're getting there with the winter launch orders. I think we're on. Are we almost done with the fifteenth as of right now? Today is today is the twenty sixth, and I think we're almost done with the orders from the fifteenth. If that gives anybody an idea, we we have a day shift, an evening shift, and a night shift. We hired we hired three more people last week. We're hiring two more people this week. So I promise, it's the vein of my existence. Well, so I'm also. Trying. Uh, what's important to note and point out is that we noted that it could be 10 business days, um, up to 10 business days from the time that you order to the time it's shipped. And unfortunately we can't, we, we can't control what USPS does. Um, sometimes they like to take their time. They're also really bogged down right now with everything going on in the world. And there's just a lot of, there's a lot of shipping, uh, happening right now, but a lot of those orders are still within 10 business days, but we also understand that we want to get to the level where one day uh, we've got the same speed as Amazon. Like I want you to order and I want your package to be there. Maybe not the next day like Amazon does or sometimes the day of, but pretty dang close. And so we're always trying to hold ourselves to that, that standard. And Amazon kind of set that 
as the gold standard and, and for better or worse, probably for better, if anything, um, retailers kind of have to keep up with that as much as, as much as we can. So we're trying our hardest and we just want to kind of keep y'all updated with that. Um, the cool thing about this podcast is whenever you're listening, we'll be able to tell you where we are in terms of order volume. And so, you know, in, in a week or two, we may be like, if you order today, then your order will probably go out today and we'll be able to like keep the listeners involved um in terms of like if you wanted to wait to order whenever um it's a little bit less busy but yeah well it's it's funny because sometimes it just depends on when you order like if if you order there's times where it's a little bit slower and it's not right around the launch and if you order your package will literally be sent out that afternoon i know someone that lives in san antonio which is not far from us uh where we're at in the farm in georgetown and I think they ordered one morning. This was a few months ago. They ordered in the morning and then the next morning their package was there. So it was there in less than 24 hours. So uh, that's not doable typically, but we, we're trying to get there. So bear with us. And, and that is cool that we're, we're able to update people real time. Um, yeah, I mean, current happenings at the farm, I guess since we last talked, there's not really a lot different going on parker's been working really hard on a lot of new products like a lot of these it's it's awesome whenever we we get so excited whenever a small package comes in because whenever a small package comes in whenever a big package comes in or like pallets that means it's new product which we've usually already seen a look at but me not being in the product development as much every time a small package comes in i get so excited because i know it's a sample and I know that it's going to be the first time we're getting a look at something. And we've had some awesome samples come in this week uh, of new products that we're doing. Yeah. Um, working on, I mean, we're upwards of, of summer 2022 of beginning to develop um, what we want. Just made a really awesome work. We're starting to do more uh, custom, completely custom uh, like jackets and um, flannels and working on like totally custom stuff where we're involved from everything from you know the beginning vision of it to how we want it to fit and feel in the fabric and we were just talking the other day about that soft shell jacket that we were making i don't know i feel like i'm boring everybody right now sorry if if you're bored right now but it's it's my life so uh anyway so the soft shell jacket it's like there's like literally two dozen different like variables that we're deciding on in it so um yeah, pretty cool. So that's that's like one of the projects that we're working on for like next fall and then next winter and trying to um, just take everything to the next level in terms of um, things being custom and completely Yee branded rather than uh, putting Yee on, on other uh, brands, if well, that makes sense. Well, whenever a lot of people ask about quantity um, and they'll say that we sold out too quickly of, of a certain item or, or whatever the case is, a lot of these items, maybe not shirts per se, but a lot of these items, like you just said, summer 2022, like that, that's a, that's 18 months from now. And there's some of these items that have to be ordered like in that distance away, like that, that time length. And so it's hard to look, we can look at the growth that we've had the last 18 months and predict it for the future, but we've also had insane growth in the last six months. So it, it really can be hard to look at that and see where do we think we're going to be in 18 months? Should we order this amount or should we order double that amount? Or, And especially with a new product, like a soft shell jacket, which I think is going to crush and especially the design and the, and the material that we're using. But it's, it's hard to tell on a product that we've never released before how that's going to do and, and what the what the consumer market, how they're going to react to that, how Yee Nation is going to react to that and and how that's going to work, you know? Uh, it's going to have a concealed carry pocket on both sides if you're right or left-handed and a little holster in it on the soft shell jacket. So it should be really cool. We were talking the other day about if that would turn more, if more people would get it because it has the concealed carry or if that would turn people off and they would rather more people would get it without the concealed carry. So if you're on YouTube, then uh, shoot us a comment and let us know if you'd prefer the concealed carry or just a regular jacket. I think what's, I think it's a little bit bigger to make room for the pockets, but, uh, but I don't think it should be too big a difference if you don't carry a gun with you. Um, yeah, I if feel you don't carry, I'll, it's not going to hurt. I was just thinking about the episode of the office where Jim, it's the very first episode and Jim is describing what he does at the office. And he's <laughs> like, I sell paper in various sizes 
and quantities. And I'm sorry, I'm boring myself just talking about it. <laughs> well, it's boring, but it's it's our life. And a lot of people do want to know. And a lot of people get excited hearing what's co- what's coming up. So, yeah, I guess that's really all that's happening right now. It's, it's, it's funny after these launches, it's kind of just back to the drawing board and getting ready for the next one. And the next one is coming up very quickly. Sometimes we have three and a half months or so and this one it's it's two months i think this is our quickest turnaround time between the winter launch and the spring launch between two launches so we were it was funny we celebrated for about five minutes after the winter launch and then went just right back to work working on the spring yeah spring stuff is all ordered it's on its way we just planned the uh, promo video today where we're going to go to uh, a creek and film that hopefully um the like second or third weekend of February and then March 19th will be that the uh spring launch so it should be awesome is it creek or crick it's definitely not crick I guarantee you there's gonna be a lot of people ask I grew up saying creek but a lot of people I think it's a northern thing saying crick I'm I'm it's gonna be funny what these comments say because I think there's gonna be some cricks are you team creek or crick comment below and let us know if you're on YouTube um, with that being said, we a few of the few of the other things that are happening at Ye that are really exciting is you're gonna see Brian Kimball, our video guy, who is also producing. He's kind of a, a jack of all trades here and is doing a little bit of everything for us. So he's gonna chime in from time to time on podcasts uh, here and there. And so he's he w- joined our team about four or five months ago full time. And then we actually I'm super excited about we hired intern ben and some of you all have heard about intern ben intern ben has a crazy story about how how he came to be and how he is now a full-time employee or about to be a full-time employee of ye apparel but um, he lives in the the massachusetts area right now and he is actually moving down to texas in two months which is it's just the craziest story i can't wait for him to be on once he's in office and um, he's going to talk about that but we got him for marketing and content our, our stuff is just it's it's becoming a full-time job in itself and um, Parker did that for a while and now I do it and Parker still helps a little bit but it's becoming so much of a job that it's it's hard to keep up with and he's been great and if you see content on our socials right now he, a lot of it a lot of it has been him and, and what he's doing so we're excited to have both those new folks we're also looking to hire a graphic designer yep we just posted that job posting. So if you know any graphic designers that are just crushing uh, t-shirt designs, anything like that, we'd love, we'd love to have someone on our team. We're growing very quickly over here. So, uh, and then new products, I guess is the last thing. Um, can we talk about, can we talk about some of the new products that we're doing? I, I know we can, we just talked about a lot of stuff that we're doing well into the future, but what about some things that are coming out give or take in the next month or so? Oh, um, we are partnering with uh, Dale Brisby, old son. Oh, you're gonna drop it? No, we're not, no, we're not dropping it now. No, no, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were gonna tell people. Is this the official announcement? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, we're partnering with Dale Brisby. Yeah, we're doing a Ye Old Son tea with Dale Brisby Rodeo Time, and that's gonna launch whenever we get caught up on winter orders a little bit more. We also have a lot of Country Boy Love candles and Valentine's Day cards that I ordered in hopes of selling them for Valentine's Day. But Hayden and I are we're going to keep an eye on where we're at in orders because we don't want to sell something and then have them not get there before Valentine's Day. So if we're still backed up on orders, we'll see where we're at. But that was we have all those candles ready to go. So that's going to suck if <laughs> we don't get caught up and they all go to waste until next year. Uh, the things you don't know about a business behind <laughs> behind the scenes. We've got all this inventory and we don't know if we can get it out in time. We're we're working we're working too because those are always a those are always a hit. That's like well, how much how much do we have we sold them for in the past? It's a candle and a country boy it's a country boy love candle and a Valentine's Day card with Earl Dibbles on it. And how much have they been? I think the they're past? gonna be twenty four ninety nine. It's it's the easiest something like that. Fellas, it's the easiest Valentine's Day gift ever ever all you have to do is get that it's a candle it's a card give it to your girl make sure she's a country girl and if she's not a country girl 
I don't know why you're with her in the first place. True. It's the be- it's the best gift. Like it's it's easy. You're done. And so we'll see how we'll, she she pronounces creek. Yeah. If she pronounces yeah, if she pronounces it creek, she's right. Um so yeah, we'll keep you all in the loop with that. And then and then the uh, dog. dog collars, yeah. Camo, we did uh, camo dog collars and then a very limited run of the camo leashes. Uh Cooper's underneath me wearing his right now they turned out awesome super high quality we partnered with pride bites who was on shark tank yeah they're on shark tank yeah if anybody watches that show uh partnered with them and made some cool really cool like woodland camo dog collars and so that's kind of the same boat as the dale brisby t and the uh what were we just talking about oh the uh, valentine's day yeah uh stuff so hopefully once we get caught up on orders in the next keep an eye out the next week or two for, yep. for that stuff yeah it'll probably all be rolling out in the next three weeks or so um and then after that that's kind of what we've got coming up and then we've got the as we said we've got the spring launch on march 19th and also don't don't wait if we if we release any of those in the next couple of weeks don't wait until the the spring launch i know a lot of people wait until the spring launch to get them and a few of those items are going to sell out <clears throat> if not all pretty quickly so um we don't know if we'll be doing some of them again. So it's, it's one of those things you could be sitting here two years from now and have a old son ye shirt. And it's one of the only ones that's, that's been made. So collector's item. Yeah. We'll see how they do. Uh, may do like some American flag collars and leashes, uh, for the summer. And then probably won't bring back the camo unless if they sell well, maybe bring them back in the fall or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited for that. All right. We're going to take a break real quick. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to the Yee Podcast. We have made, last week we made a uh, code in the Yee Apparel Store, Yee Podcast at checkout. We only made, what, five? Or you can only use it five times, so there's five of them available. We'll do that again this week, Yee Podcast. Use it, and there will be up to five uses. So the first five people to use Yee Podcast will get 10% off at checkout. Check it out at yee.com. We're going to do our first ever segment, and I'm not sure how this is going to go. I've been excited about doing this segment for a little while, and we've been we've been trying to figure out some of our answers, and I don't think anyone has really told anyone theirs because they don't want anyone stealing. So this is how this segment's going to work. It's called the Power Rankings, and we're going to probably do this every episode or, or most of them. It'll be Power Ranking different things. It can be anything in the world. Some of them will be super country. Some of them won't be. I would say that the one today is probably the most country thing that you can do. Am I right? Uh, Yes, it's up there. It's a fun one. It's a good start for sure. So we're going to do the top beers that you can have. And it's going to go in order. So Brian's going to get it on the action. And we will go Brian, myself, Parker. And this isn't top beers like... Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, not, nothing like that. It's situational. We all know that some beers, unfortunately, were created uh, better than others and are just a little bit, they just taste a little bit better after or before certain things. So we're going to let Brian kick it off. What is your first pick of the best beer that you can have? You've got the first pick, so you can pick anything you want. Okay, so I'm going to start it out with one of my favorite summertime beers, and it is a Blue Moon. I just said that it's not a type of beer. That was the one thing that you can't do. It's it's a situation of a beer, like a Blue Moon after mowing the lawn okay, okay. could be an, an answer. So so basically, Brian is not prepared, didn't read the notes that I sent over. So I don't think I was on that email. Yeah, I, I guess you. I guess you uh, weren't CC'd. So this will be interesting to see what Brian's answers are. He still has the first pick, and he's probably. Do you want, do you want Hayden and I to go while you're thinking? Yeah. Why don't? Why, yeah. Why don't okay. we start? Okay. Why don't Parker go first? Okay. I'm gonna start with. In Texas, it's a big deal to float the river. I don't know about mm-hmm. the rest of the U.S., mm-hmm. um, but you a lot of times you will park somewhere and then take a bus. And the bus in Texas, we go to, down to New Braunfels area in Texas float the Guadalupe River. Anyway, everybody gets on a, a bus, takes you down the river, drops you off downstream, 
and then everybody floats for like four or five hours and just drinks beer and plays music and is just it's just a good time it's you literally do nothing but sit float and drink beer well and that's the thing is if you've never done it before you're like you just sit in a tube but it's the most it's the most relaxing thing you can possibly do and it's so much fun in the middle of the summer in texas it's 100 plus degrees and there are so many people on the river and we you'll meet people you'll get separated from your group which isn't always a bad thing because you meet all these new people and hang out with them and then yeah it's i mean it's like a four-hour float of just drinking beer like What's, yeah. what's better than that? So worst case scenario when you're on the river is you run out of beer. So yeah. one of the best beers is there's different little islands or dry spots on the river and you can get up on the river and a lot of times people will just be like hanging out there because there's just thousands of people and you meet a bunch of cool people while you're there. And my number one beer is when a stranger gives you a beer oh. to shotgun with them and you get a big group shotgun of like 15 people that you yes. don't even know. And they just like, are like, here, dude, like, here's a beer. Come shotgun with us. And, uh, they call it shotgun yeah. Island. That's a strong first pick too. Like yeah. the stranger beer on the water is, is like the best. That yeah. was actually, that was actually on my list as well. Um, okay. I'm going to go with my first pick is going to be my favorite personal beer the shower beer. The shower beer is the best beer. The one thing you have to worry about is getting shower water in your beer. So you have to have a good ledge to put it on in the shower. But typically whenever you have a shower beer, it's like an hour after you got off work, you're going, you're doing something that night. You're oh, see, I was out. thinking that it was going to be, oh, okay. So you're saying before, before you're going to go out. Typically, but just in the shower at all, what were you thinking? I was thinking right before you go out, you're getting dressed and you're like getting hyped up to go out to the bar with your buddies. But I could also see winding down after a long day. No, no, that's what I meant. Doing nothing, but yeah, going yeah, well, back down it to, doesn't matter. Going to yeah, sleep. You, typically it mm. is before you're going out and doing something, but it doesn't matter. The shower beer is my favorite beer. It's the best beer. It tastes better in there, especially when the water is hot in your shower, but the beer is cold. It's, yeah, you can't. And you got your playlist going. The playlist, your is hand picked going. songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. It's the best. It's it's why it was my first pick. All right, Brian. Okay, so I chance number two. I clearly did not know what we were doing here. So I'm gonna have to choose a game day tailgate beer. Mm. Um, yep. About to go to a big football game. Can't beat it. Find a tailgate, group of friends, and someone hands you a cold beer. Yeah, cool, crisp, any, sunny day in the fall. Any time of day, 11 a.m. Yeah. game. Night game. Yeah, a tailgate beer is 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 hard to beat. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I also had. I, I, I'm not going to use it, and because it's too close to that one. But the beer at the tailgate um, that you drink as you go into the game. So say kickoff is at 7 p.m. and it's at like 6:45, and you're trying to rush in to get in by kickoff, and you know that beer that you drink on the way there, and then you always you you don't you don't know like how long it's going to be until you get into the stadium, and then you end up at security with half a beer so you just down it right in front of the security guard and then throw it in the trash can and walk right into the stadium yeah it's the same best. category as the uh uber is outside beer yeah similar, yeah, yeah similar beers the uber is outside beer dang that's yeah. a good one i didn't have that on my list all right back to you for the second round my number two is the back home from college beer when you're 21 and so like there's no stress around the parents you're back home <laughs> You've been studying hard, finals are over, uh, and you're finally back home. You appreciate all the little things about home that were really annoying before you left and you went to school. And you're like, oh, my room, my kitchen. And then you just get a nice frosty mug. My dad always kept frosty mugs in the fridge. And it's usually yes. not just like the warm natties that you're used to at college. It's like a nice like shiner yeah. uh, in a frosty mug sitting out on the back porch. Uh, back home from college that's my number two and you feel cool because like you're you're drinking a beer with your dad for the first time legally yeah i don't i didn't drink before none of us drank before 21 so not something that we had to worry about mm -mm. um okay that's a great one um i'm gonna go with i had to the blind beer the beer and it doesn't matter the time of the day but whenever you get into the deer blind the duck blind whatever and that first beer that you have. For me, it's it's typically the deer blind because you're covered up a little bit more. Usually whenever you get in the blind, it's before you have to, I mean, I guess you're still being quiet, but 
you're just getting into the blind, you're, you're, you're getting settled, you know, you're moving around a little bit and you go ahead and crack it because you don't want to crack it whenever a monster buck walks out. And so you crack that beer and sometimes you crack two because you don't know, you don't know if a deer is going to come out in the yeah, next 10 minutes or go whatever. Ahead and crack them. So sometimes I get two. I've never done the three. I've never done the trifecta, but I, I have gotten two beers out before. And the great thing about that is that times r- really don't matter. Like I've always heard that you're not supposed to open a beer before noon. Don't listen to that. You don't need that negativity in your life. But whenever you're in a blind, it doesn't really matter. You can drink it. You can drink it in the morning at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. You can drink it in the evening for the evening hunt. Um, there's nothing like a beer in the blind. So that's my second. If, if you're cracking three <laughs> beers by yourself at the same time when you get to the blind, then I don't know. You kudos to you, man. <laughs> well, my my, I won't I won't do more than three uh, if I'm if I'm hunting. Usually more than two, but no more than three. Yeah. Okay, I got a good third one here. And that's going to be the Mexico beer. Mm. So if you've ever gone to Mexico um, under the age of 21, they're legal. Oh, yeah. Their legal drinking age is 18. Any country like that. Yep. And just that sense of adulthood, I guess, at a younger age, being able to do something you can't do in the U.S. And so. Where did you go in Mexico? Uh, Cozumel. Cozumel. Yep. Was it like a resort? It was a cruise. Oh, a cruise. And so we stopped in Cozumel. Nice. And being uh, under 21 but over 18, it's a, it's a good feeling. Isn't it crazy that you just like pull into a port and dock and it's like, all right, it's legal to drink beer now. <laughs> yeah, that is strange. I remember being on, uh, meeting some guys who were from Europe and I think Europe it's also 18. Maybe it's uh, I know England. It's like eighteen. It may even be so strange. And well, and I think it's like lapsed. I was an idiot because I hadn't drank before. They're like, oh, Mike, we've been drinking. We've been drinking for three and a half years. Well, and you can get into, especially if you're a girl. I know that you can get into a lot of places uh, at like fifteen or sixteen and drink. That's just the culture there. I remember mm. talking to people that that said that that happens. All right, third round, last round, make it count. What you got? I'm going to go with a uh, one that many people may not be familiar with, which is actually four beers at once at Texas A&M University. When you get your oh. Aggie ring, Ooh. you have to do a ring dunk. And this is definitely the most pressure that you'll ever have when drinking a beer. Your entire uh, masculinity and your reputation are on the line for this. So basically, when you get your ring at A&M, you get with like uh, basically – all of your closest friends uh, that got their ring at the same time. You invite all of your friends and family, so there's a big crowd there. You're all up on a stage. Uh, you get four beers, pour them in a pitcher, and there's like an official timer, and uh, you see how fast you can finish your beer, and then you finish it with your ring in your teeth. Um, there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. We poured our beers the night before, went with Michelob, and you, you uh, stir it a lot to get all the carbonation out. So it's completely flat. So basically just tastes like water. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's my number three. That was the most pressure I'd ever had. We and played it, Hell's Bells by ACDC while we man, were chugging it. I was there and Parker was like, I think you were second out of like six or seven people. Uh, yeah. Which is really impressive because it was a group of grown adult men. So yeah, and then it, me. Yeah, yeah, and then and then park park. If you've never seen it, go go search after this on YouTube. Aggie ring dunk. It's insane. There's some there's some Aggie offensive line. There was an Aggie offensive lineman a couple years ago that broke some record. I mean, it was it was like seven seconds or yeah. something. Yeah, it's there's usually like it's 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 like nice. You got you know like twelve seconds. But if you're in the single digits, then it's also like nice. Also, maybe you should get some help or maybe get that checked out because that's that's not natural yeah here's an aa card um i'll sponsor you yeah. you should go all right that was a good third pick uh man i've got a few good ones here but i think what i'm going to end with for for myself is the grilling beer so whenever you whenever it's a hot summer day and you go out and that and you're grilling and that that grills you know it's 350 degrees and it's just it's just going and, and beads of sweat are coming down and you go in and you crack a cold one. There's nothing that, and this, I know it's not just a Southern thing. It's everywhere. There's something about drinking a beer while you grill. That's just, mm, it's my, it's one of my favorite types of beers. And it's also one of those that 
is kind of dangerous because one can turn into three or four because technically you're just trying to stay hydrated because it's usually hot. It's you're sweating from, from the grill. So the grilling beer is, is the, is definitely on my list. I'm also kind of pandering to the dads out there, like all the ye dads. Oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. That I'm kind of pandering a little bit, but I feel like that's a solid third pick. No, that's a good one. That is good. Okay. What you got? Kim? Um, and I might've used my best one for number two, but I'm going to shoot here and I'm going to say the late to the party beer. And so if you, oh. it's more so a college thing, but if you're late to the party and you have to play catch up and mm, um, okay. so your buddy throws you a beer and that's also, that's also uh, the least powerful beer in terms of like giving you a buzz because you're late to the party. So you're intentionally like, all right, I got to catch up with my buddies and that beer always just feels like it was nothing basically, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it, it is always accompanied. You can't like your buddy just doesn't give you the beer. He always says, got to catch up. Like you got to throw that in there. You can't just give someone the beer. You also have to say, got to yeah, catch like, up. This wasn't meant to enjoy. <laughs> like it, it's like not a, it's not like, you know, enjoy this beer. You know, you deserved it. It's like, Hey, like hurry up. You have a job to do. Yeah. And so th- that job is like an obligation or that beer is an obligation. And the friend always has to tell you what he's on or what she's on. They can't just say like, catch up. It's like, catch up. I'm on number four. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one, your buddy. Yeah. It's kind of fun being on both sides of that too. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I, I think that at the end of the day, like you're probably on 50, 50, like I've been on 50, 50 of those. I've been on both sides. So yeah, we need new friends. Uh, honorable. I don't know if y'all got any honorable mentions. I'll say my honorable mentions beer after a long day of work. The post-workout beer, whenever you just worked off, worked out and burned off 600 calories and then you drink two beers and it all goes to waste. The, the beer, okay, I said that one, the airport beer. The airport beer is underrated. Mm. You're going to pay $14 for it. It's a huge ripoff, but, man, there's nothing like drinking a beer in the airport. Um, I can't relate to this one, but I know a lot of parents can. The, the beer after you put your kids down to bed for the night. That's got – hopefully one day I can feel that, but that's got to be the best – one of the best beers that you can have. And then finally, the beer with an old friend. An old friend that you haven't seen in a couple years. That's a perfect beer. Yeah. Honorable mention for me is the ball game beer. Mm. Either baseball or uh, football. Solid. Finally yeah. get back to your seat. Paid oh, probably, yeah. you know, another yeah. 14 bucks for it. Get to your seat. Enjoy the cold beer. Watch the game. Yeah. Mine might be the uh, weekday lunch beer. Ooh. Oh, sneaky. Nice. Yeah. And you're trying to hide it from your boss, but it's weird because your boss is like sitting right there and you don't want him to smell the uh, alcohol in your breath. Alcohol is encouraged at the EV farm. (laughs) All right. Well, we are going to tweet and post a graphic of this. And I want you all to let us know who you think won and who had the best answers for this. Comment below and let us know if you're on our socials. And if you're on YouTube, comment below as well. All right, we're going to answer some questions. We've uh, we've received a few different questions about the podcast. And yeah, these are super fun for us. And just to see what you guys are asking. And we want to um, answer a couple of these. So first one was really cool. And I think about this a lot. We think about this a lot is if you could collaborate with any dream company, who would it be? I'll, uh, I'll kick it to you first. Crocs. Are you serious? Is that yours? It was one of mine, but it's Crocs is by far the company that I think all of us in this building think about collaborating with and that we want to. If you follow us on social media, you've seen it before. We post a lot about them. And I think that there's no other brand that really crosses with our fan base. I feel like every country boy has Crocs and country girl. Yeah, Crocs and then... I love Pit Vipers. I don't have any myself. And another brand that you look at our fans and Pit Vipers fans, and it man, they they intersect so much. It would be so sick to have a pair of camo or American flag, red, white, and blue Pit Vipers eventually one day. Yeah. So if you that and you guys can help with that, um, make sure you go to their pages and comment and tag us and say collab. You know this and that. We did that here recently. On a live stream we did, we told y'all to go comment on Crocs, and 
we went to the post and it was insane. <laughs> there were probably like three or 400 comments that said collaborate with, with Yee Apparel. So hopefully that's, that's something that we're going to do one day. Um, the bigger we get and the more that you guys let them know, uh, we're on those, those big companies radar. So hopefully that's, that's in the future. Um, this next one is craziest hunting story you ever had. And that's an interesting one because we both had a lot of them. Um, there was one that came to mind for me though, that I thought of, I was in Gatesville, Texas area and I was calling, this was probably five or six years ago. I was calling with some buddies and we were setting up in a deer stand and where we were at, it looked down. It was re really similar to your land. Uh, in Clifton, it looked down on this plane and then it was really flat and it was a full moon that night. So you could see really well. And, um, we had one of those electronic calling devices and, uh, I don't even know. We were, we were just messing around. We were hanging out more than anything, a couple buddies and me, and we had it on the dying rabbit. And that thing was just going full volume, going loud, loud. And I'll never forget you could see the, like I said, it was a, it was a full moon and you could see something coming through the clearing, running full speed. Running it's such an straight. adrenaline pumping moment. Whenever you just like mm -hmm. blaring, if, if y'all have never heard of the uh, dying cottontail yeah. or the cottontail in distress, whenever you're predator hunting or spotlighting, man, that's a, uh, in the middle of the night and you're just in the woods with your buddies and a gun and you just hear this screaming a cottontail in distress yeah. that's a good you're that'll get your blood pumping yeah it will we're and you're in the middle of nowhere too like no cell phone service or anything like that and i'll never forget i see something just screaming through the field and we all were like oh my gosh what is that and i mean this the, it was it was still a few hundred yards away from us probably probably 150 yards away from us and of course it was going so fast we, you know, we couldn't shoot or anything like that and it kind of took us by surprise more than anything and i'll never forget it got about 10 feet away five to 10 feet away from where the, where the calling device was and just full on launches and jumps. And about that time we could hear it. We realized that it was a bobcat. This bobcat just came in from the clearing running full speed tackles. What it thinks is a rabbit in distress, a dying rabbit thinks it has supper and immediately realizes and just takes off the other way. And it's one of the craziest things. I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that have, crazier stories than that but it's one of the craziest things to ever witness because i had a perfect view of it it was sitting down i was looking down and i just it was a full moon so we got lucky and it, it was just crazy to watch it just come screaming through and no one even took a shot at it we didn't have time and i don't think we had i don't think we had ars or anything i think we just had a couple regular rifles so it was it was crazy it was one of the craziest things i've ever seen and it was just wild how it just popped up immediately and took off it it knew that it wasn't it knew that it was something wasn't right there. So I think that's my craziest story. Yeah. Those things are smart. If you see them, you're not going to see them for long. Yeah. Crazy. If they, well, I've always heard about cats with mountain lions and bobcats. If they, if you see them, they wanted you to see them. Are you, uh, are you, are for those listening, do you have bobcats around you? Are they nationwide or is that more of like a Southern thing or I think bobcats are in a lot of places that's or at least some type of, um, some type of bob. And Texas is the biggest threat to your uh, your fawns and you, you know your small game is definitely bobcats. Besides coyotes. Yeah, yeah, the bobcats are usually just smarter, but yeah, those coyotes. And then mountain lions are, are here too. too, but you're not going to see them hard. You're, you're not going to see them hardly. Other, they're yeah, they're those so stealth. Very rare. I know people that have lived in Texas for sixty years and have hunted, and they've they've never seen one, which is crazy. If you're not hunting them, some people hunt them. Uh, my story is I was I was in high school at the time and we were going duck hunting really early one morning and we were on the other side of a lake where the lake was dammed up and then we were on the river side of it and you know we were all set up we had the decoys out and everything and we were waiting and it was still pitch black outside really really early morning it was real quiet and we were all like tucked into our spots and like these these tall reeds and then we hear this alarm go off uh around the dam and it sounded like one of those really eerie like and it echoes too yeah and it was just echoing in this valley that we were in and we didn't know what the heck we were like is there a tornado or and it was just like one of those really eerie like end of the world uh <laughs> sirens just in the middle of the night because you know when you're hunting and you're like you're with your boys and y'all are all tough you're like we're good bro like we got guns <laughs> we're real tough and then 
like just like someone will hear like a little twig snap behind him or something <laughs> i think and there's some t- i think there's snaps. some tiktoks about that but anyways you can just imagine us all go from super tough to just like cowering and like what is that anyway we hear this like electronic noise of just like machinery just like and then we hear this rush of water coming from the dam oh my god oh my god the dam just opened up its gates because you know it can adjust the water flow and we just hear this flood coming toward us we're like grab your stuff it's coming and so our buddy just bought these decoys and he was like running out and we were like leave them cody and so he was out in the water and like it's immediately started to rise and i think i lost a uh a gun case and then Cody was like out in the water trying to get the decoys and then he started to like it started to push him away but he had like oh his waders gosh. and he ended up being all right but yeah that was I know decoys are expensive but I don't think they're that worth yeah. it yeah so that was that was uh, one of the more interesting stories I had interesting we had uh I was thinking of one as you were saying that we had recently first day of at the yee farm like everyone around us dove hunts and but we've got so much land and it's pretty open that i can see and it's not like i hear horror stories of public hunting it's nothing like that you feel like you're pretty safe and comfortable like nothing's anywhere near and the first day of dove hunting season this year i was sitting out that morning and i started getting peppered like crazy and i still i I know which way it was coming from but i still never even spotted the folks and that i've never gotten peppered in my life yeah. uh by someone i didn't that's weird by someone i didn't know was there you know whenever your buddy and you're across the field that's a little bit different and you can judge the distance and everything but this was a, this was a little scary especially on my first first day and then i don't think they ever hunted again you so, could hear his shot obviously and yeah then he felt I mean, being peppered. but there were so i mean so for those that don't know he's being peppered is when someone shoots a shotgun like fairly close like up into the air and then the uh rounds yeah. or the whatever you call it the pellets or yeah. whatever the bbs just like float down on you and it's just kind of like yeah it's i mean get it's, hit with it it's not it's not up it's not up close so it's not going to do anything typically i mean you definitely don't want to be looking up in the air whenever it comes down but that was a little bit eerie because out here there's just everyone around us hunts like everyone especially that morning because mm-hmm. i could hear i could hear shots everywhere but i mean they were just coming from every which direction so i didn't know exactly which group it was and i couldn't see them so yeah, dove hunting is pretty popular around here it's one. Of, it's probably my favorite hunting, and along with fishing. Um, great question here. Besides Granger, who many of you know, co-founded our brand, uh, Granger Smith. Besides Granger, what artist are you listening to right now? I'll kick that to you first. Uh, I'm listening to Morgan Wallen, like everybody else in the world. I think he's awesome. Uh, but a close second is Hardy. And then someone who's underrated that I've been listening to is Kit Moore, who had his uh, album Wild World that came out like six months ago, I think. And he's just got a really cool, different sound. I, I mentioned that to Granger, and he was like, Kit Moore is the coolest guy that I've ever met. Every time I talk to him, I'm just like, what's up, man? What you been up to? And he's like, he's like, Kip's always just like, man, about to go to this island <laughs> off the coast. Probably lay low there for eight months or so. May go back to the mountains. He said he's just the most mysterious guy, just like, like off, the definition of cool. Yeah, off just surfing by himself for months at a time. But anyway, that's mine. Some life. Hardy was on my list too. I mean, I guess Hardy and Morgan Wallen. But welcome to the club. Everyone's been listening to Morgan yeah. Wallen. Um, but Hardy is too. Hardy's crushing it right now, and I still jam that Hicks tape. It had like Tracy Lawrence, and and he's had a few he's had music since then but that hicks tape was awesome he just had like all these different artists on it tracy lawrence and joe diffie were on there rest in peace and i've still been jamming that like a year and a half later another artist that i've been jamming a lot and everyone kind of makes well everyone's just like it's different than what i usually listen to is david morris the uh that hip-hop rapper yeah yeah you're on your own on that one oh come on I love this guy. So y'all got to look up this guy, David Morris. He's uh he's got a song, he's got a freestyle called F350 Freestyle that I I cannot get enough of. I've been jamming it like all the time. This dude is like country. He sings about country stuff cuz he grew up in West Virginia, but he's like he's hip hop. I mean, he, he is truly hip hop. And uh, he's crushing right now. I think he's going to be a name that here here soon people people are talking to talking about. And then Ernest is also on that that train yeah, with Ernie, Hardy. Yeah. Um, if y'all, if y'all haven't listened to Ernest's music yet, he's been a songwriter 
in Nashville for a while now. He's written a lot of songs that are, are number ones that top five songs that y'all have all heard, but uh, he started, he's been doing some of his own stuff and it's kind of like beachy Island vibe. Um, he, man, it's awesome. It's some of my favorite country music right now. And his songwriting is just incredible. And he has a funny podcast. He had Mason Ramsey on uh, this past, this past week. And it was one of the funniest episodes I've listened to. He's just, he's hilarious. So he wears a lot of yee stuff. So go and support him, follow him, listen to some of his music. Uh, last question. This is a good one, and this is about Yee Apparel, and this is one that we get quite often. Why does Yee, Why is Yee Apparel only online? Will there ever be a storefront? I'll kick that one to you. Because there's a lot of upfront money that you need for a storefront, and I would like for Yee Apparel to be in stores that are already established, and before we ever open up our own, I don't really see how cost effective that would be yeah it's also uh i mean it just depends on where you're at but it's also it's kind of an old way of thinking you're starting to see a lot of a lot of people retailers included i mean big box retailers jc Penney's, macy's bass pro shop a lot of these huge conglomerates are switching to e-commerce and covid obviously well i don't know if i can say that we're probably not going to get you're probably not going to hear this podcast anywhere now since i said the word the bad word um but I think that the pandemic really uh, changed that. But I think that we were already going that direction anyways. And I think that that's kind of been the switch. So a lot of people want the storefront. And trust me, it would be sick to have a Yee Apparel storefront. Like, it'd be awesome. We'll do it one day, I, I think. I think it's more of just a novelty thing once your brand is established. And I do think that there's uh, there's benefits to do it. And I think it'd be really cool for customers to be able to come and like come to the Yee storefront since... You know, obviously the Yee Farm isn't open to the public, but it'd be cool to have. I don't know. Do you think we do it in Georgetown if we did it, or do you think we do it in Dallas Fort Worth area? Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a couple brands that have done this really well, like Tacovis Boots. If any of y'all know of them, they they've just been killing it in the e-commerce game the last few years, and they've got like four locations now. I think DFW, Houston, San Antonio, Austin. I may be wrong, but they've got like four or five in those areas. And I went to their Fort Worth one and it was just done so well. But that's the that's the definition of a company that waited until they were able to do it rather than putting the cart before the horse and just throwing up a retail store just to do it. Someone else that I really love what they've done and they did it where their warehouse is, which is something that we could do, at least in the Georgetown area, is uh, Demolition Matt, Matt Carricker and Bunker Branding. A lot of you guys are familiar with them. And they just recently, in the last year, I think it was the last year, they have a retail store now. And, and, it's, and uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, Black Rifle does? Yeah, I saw the line just around the block every morning, basically. Oh, I they saw that. They just opened it up in San Antonio. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes and no. Like, we want to eventually one day. I don't think it's top of mind for us right now. Um, a little bit more of a focus is getting into those those retailers. And that's something that you're probably going to see in the next year or two, hopefully, is – Right now, that as many of you know, the only place that you can buy e apparel rather than maybe at a Granger show, which good luck getting out to a show right now, um, is is the only place is, is online at ee.com, yeeapparel.com. And so hopefully in the next year or two, we're, we're cutting some deals and getting into some different retailers and hopefully in a town near you where it's a little bit easier for you to get your e apparel. And you know what else will be in stores? Ooh, are you going to tell them? Project X. Yee Project X. So we've got something. We're not going to talk too much about it because it's still in the early phases, but it could be done by... When could it roll out? Fall. Fall. We've got something that we're working on, and y'all just have to bear with us, and I hate to tease you guys too much, but we really think it's going to be the next big thing, and it's it's not apparel. It's not... It's not like a jacket. It's not anything like that. It's something completely different, but it will be yee yee blank. We're calling it Project X right now. It's going to be the new big thing, and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. It's been like half of mine and Parker's focus for the last two or three months, so it's going to be huge, and so y'all just stay tuned on that. Good news? Good news? Do we want to switch to our good news? Yeah, to yeah. Out? So we're going to start uh, doing this. We'll finish out the the podcast, and I think we're going to continue to do this every single time. There's a lot of negativity going around. I don't I don't know what's in the water recently, 
So we're going to finish every podcast with the good thing of the week. It's going to be good news of the week, whatever you want to call it. We'll call it good news of the week. Good news of the week. That's going to be our segment to finish off every show. And yeah, so I'll let you go first. What is your good news of the week? It's going to be because I know what yours is. So it's going to be funny to transition from mine to yours and close it out. Well, do you want me to go first then? Um, Sure. Okay. I have to get one of these ASAP. Nerf guns just announced, and I don't know if it's released yet or not. I don't think it's released. They just announced that they're doing a Nerf gun that curves around corners. Like literally Mm. the bullets will curve around a corner. So have you ever seen, have you ever seen Wanted, the movie? I know, I know the scene you're talking about. With Angelina yeah. Jolie, like the guy learns, I don't remember his name, but he learns how to curve the bullet. And I've been obsessed with that movie for like, I mean, since it came out probably 10 plus years ago. So I have to get one of those like now. And I'm going to, I'm going to shoot Nerf bullets at everyone in the Yee warehouse. And I will keep you guys updated. Yeah, on, that, on how that goes. We need so to get Caleb one. to like mod it for you with like a <laughs> drill battery or something. It's like, I just I just get the lower receiver for him and he ends up just outfitting it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Before you know it, it's like a thousand dollar Nerf gun. So I'm gonna be getting that in the next week. So good news can be anything. My good news this week is not that serious, but that's pretty that's pretty fun news in my opinion. That's very serious news. <laughs> that's that's the news that we all needed to hear over the last few weeks. Honestly, that should be top headlines. What you got? My good news of the week is out of a hundred million sperm. You, yeah, you, are the lucky sperm that made it. I heard that today. Isn't that interesting? How many? A hundred million. Wow. A hundred million sperm that were searching for the egg in your mama, and you are the lone survivor that made it. That's pretty cool. One in 100 million chance that you are here right now. Yeah, in the way that you are that makes you you you're the one that made it i don't think there's a better way to finish a podcast nope that's the best thing you're gonna hear this week maybe ever maybe ever all right guys thank you for listening and we'll see you next time see you later lucky sperm eat your veggies (laughs) 